Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a good week. I know it's been a little chaotic in the world, but hopefully you are finding some solace in Bravo. I'm kind of happy, actually, with the pace things are going at. I feel like there was too much happening with the Real Housewives of New Jersey, too much happening with Vanderpump Rules, and it was just like the temperature was turned up so high. And I think that as a group of fans, we're actually needing a little bit of a respite And some people I feel like have had difficulty turning down that temperature and they're wanting to keep things going. And I've noticed, you know, on Twitter and stuff like the whole Teresa versus Melissa and now going after John Fuda and why did he change his name and rest records and all this craziness. It's like deep breaths. This show is over. It is just a TV show. (laughs) You know, I I feel like we've all gone a little bit mad and are in need of a bit of a break. And speaking of a break, I am going on vacation. Um, I promise there will still be episodes coming your way every Sunday. Um, But in two weeks, I'm going to have a special episode just focused on the first season of Summer House Martha's Vineyard or Mount Vernon, as I often mistakenly call it. So hope you guys enjoy that. That won't be um, an episode, though, with any new housewives. But I'm not sure if they're actually going to even air new shows the week of July 4th. Every once in a while, I'm like, all ready for the new show. And then because it's a holiday week, we don't get them. So but we'll keep episodes coming your way. So this week is the season one finale of Summer House Martha's Vineyard. I'm very sad for it to be over. I really, really hope they get a reunion. I have found it to be just so interesting. And I bet the cast has learned so much about themselves, about each other, about being on television, about reality TV, just since the episodes have aired. And I don't know, I want to see them talk through things, especially Jasmine and Silas. It really seems like he's been walking back what he has said and how he has behaved on the show, which is, you know, good to hear, but it would be better to hear at a reunion. I know he's going around speaking on different, you know, YouTube channels. I don't know anything about YouTube. I don't even know what to call them. I'm assuming it's channels and has said that watching himself back, you know, has been very eye opening. So that is a positive thing. But overall, I just really like the show. I'm having so much fun and would love to know what you guys like about it. And if there's any specific topics around Summer House Martha's Vineyard that you would like me to cover in the deep dive episode, please, please let me know. As far as The Real Housewives of Atlanta, unfortunately, I know I can say this week after week, but it just takes me so long to get through the episodes. I like stop and I start again so many different times. And I just like this this year and this season, just it's not it. They're not cohesive. They don't like each other. They don't mesh well together. It's something's like really off, but it is fixable. And we know it's fixable because I think that the OC has been fixed 
And we were saying it was unsalvageable for so long. It was the worst show. Oh, my God, we can't stand it. And now I'm looking forward every single Wednesday to watching these crazy ladies. So I think we need to do something. They're going to have to kind of reconfigure Atlanta a bit because the venom and the amount of disdain that Marlo and Candy and Kenya like have for each other, or that I should say Kenya and Candy have for Marlo and vice versa. It's, it's awful to watch. And I don't think we can move past it. Some something has to shift. So really enjoying the OC having so much fun with it. I have so much fun chatting about it with my guests this week. We do touch on Atlanta and Summer House Martha's Vineyard as well. I have Christian Gray Snow on the podcast. He is so so funny. You guys definitely should check out his merch shop which he plugs at the end of the podcast slutpigshop.com. It has over 200 housewives related items and he's coming out with a new line of items ahead of BravoCon. So definitely going to be shopping there and getting some stuff to wear at BravoCon. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. I'm almost, I think, at like 400 reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is incredible. These reviews help me get new guests because they come and they look at the podcast. They want to know that people actually are listening and enjoy it before coming on the show. So it really, it does help me get new guests. And I appreciate all of the kind words you have. If there is any sort of constructive criticism, please, please reach out to me at Mandy Slutsker. I have been told this week, and it's something I was not aware of, that I have a habit of saying, I don't know, before launching into something that I feel quite strongly about. (laughs) So it pretty much negates what I'm about to say. And I did not realize that I had a habit of using that phrase. And so I am now trying to think through how I talk (laughs) a little bit more. And I, I honestly really appreciate that kind of feedback. So always open to listening. And if you guys like the show, love hearing that as well. Also, just wanted to finally plug that I am doing a fundraiser for HIAS, which is an organization that helps refugees worldwide. It does happen to be the same organization that helped my father escape Russia and um, spent some time in Europe prior to being settled in the United States. They were very involved in resettling Soviet refugees and now are working in 20 countries worldwide. So if you're interested in donating, go to my Instagram page and click on the picture of my dad and his family. You can tell it's a picture from like the late 70s, early 80s, and you can click donate and your donations, 100% of them go to highest. All right, going to take a quick break and then back with Christian. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi. 
Hi, y'all. And I'm saying y'all because my guest, <laughs> I am here with Christian Grace Snow, who really is a Housewives historian. He is Aww. such a fan of the Housewives. He's so much fun. He also runs the Slut Pig Shop and has so much fun merch. And we're here to chat all things Housewives today. How are you doing, Christian? I mean, after that intro, I'm doing much better than I was before. Thank you. I, I love that. I love being called a housewife historian. You are. <laughs> you know so much. And there's just like, we're just going to jump right in because I have a whole list Let's of things it. to ask you about unrelated okay. to the shows that happened this week. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll start. We'll start easy and then we'll get into some <laughs> dicier Ooh, things. All right. Okay. So... Uh, as of, I think, today, when we're recording on Friday, Whitney, Kim Richards' daughter, is supposed to be getting married this weekend, and we saw Kim, Kyle, and Kathy and their respective girls sing karaoke together, including the song, We Are Family. Yes. How did that make you feel? What do you think is going on with them? Like, did this shock you? You know, I think that um, it definitely made me happy. I think that, you know, events like these weddings, babies being born, things like that, you know, I mean, we have seen, I think most of the time they they can help families to get past the bullshit, at least for the moment, you know. Um, And, oh, I didn't even ask you before we recorded if if I can curse. Hope I can. You can, yes. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And, um, you know, we have seen in the past, I believe it was with Nikki's wedding in, in London, you know, the whole thing about... Kathy was only allowing, like, I think Portia to be because and, she was a flower and, like, girl. Mauricio or something? But, Mauricio, oh, no, Portia and Kyle, and the, but not Mauricio well, and the other girls. And the other girls, yes. And so um, I just think that, you know, it's good to see that it's not necessarily taken that path. Um, I think Kathy plays dirty, very, very dirty. Um, and I think her kids get in line with whatever she wants, probably. Um, obviously, I'm always Team Kyle. So, you know, I think that Kyle's just sensitive and wants wants the best. But, um, no, it made me happy to see that. I, it's definitely not lost on me that they did We Are Family and recorded and posted it. I think that they wanted to send send a message, if, if for nothing else, maybe to, to the bride for her weekend, that everybody's on a good page. Um, and it's about her, you know? It is about her. Speaking about yeah. Kyle, she's been spending a lot of time with country singer Morgan Wade. Mm -hmm. I know nothing of this, but so many people have sent me messages about it. Um, She's also not been spending as much time with Mauricio is what people are saying. I've never speculated on their marriage because it seems so solid, but was wondering, like, what are your thoughts on sort of Kyle spending all this time with Morgan getting tattoos? Like, just something seems different. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, I I have my three that I'm in. I'm loyal to a fault to Vicky tree and Kyle. And, you know, anytime I see anything about them that I think maybe they want to get a heads up on, I'm getting, I, I get it to them. You know, I'll be like, Hey, see, you know, and I saw there was a lot of discourse about Kyle and Morgan on Twitter and speculation about maybe even a romantic relationship between the two of them, um, which was, I mean, I get that we all get caught up in the Twitter silliness. Like, you know, I'm actually the worst at it. So (laughs) I get it. But at the same time, um, you know, as someone who tries to be actively involved in the conversations that are surrounding housewives, you know, I did send it to her because I was like, 
I mean, I don't know if I should post like that this is silly or should I post and tell people to shut the fuck up and leave her alone? You know, I just wanted to like gauge how she felt about it. Um, and she pretty much laughed it off and was like, it's not the worst thing that they've ever said, you know? So um, I don't really know why people are so on this. I think it's just a friend of Kyle's. Um, I don't know. I can't obviously speak to the, the lack of she and Mauricio hanging out. I don't know if it's actually a lack of them hanging out or if they just haven't been posting. Yeah. Um, that's always I a thing, know. right? You know, like, and they're very, like, like my parents have been married like 25, 30 years, you know, and you go through things like, and yeah. I mean, not necessarily that it's bad, but it's just like that. There are times that my parents are together a lot. And then there's times where my mom's doing her thing and my dad's in his fishing competitions. And, you know, it's just, I, so I don't necessarily, I get the speculation for sure, because it's Kyle and it's Mauricio and we've been involved in their lives for 13 fucking years. Now we, we know we feel like we're kids of theirs at this point as viewers. So we, we care. Um, but I also don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, until oh, I don't it's a big either, deal, really. until they give us a reason to talk. Yeah. Also, I know. don't think Morgan has ever been open about her sexuality at all. So, okay. Um, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I was trying to figure out if she was like openly lesbian, in which case that mm-hmm. would be like, oh, you know, I think the weirder thing is the age. Like she's younger than most oh, of I didn't Kyle's. Even- I didn't even think about Daughters. that. How old is, do, you, do you know how old she is? She's 28. And so she's younger than Farah. So I'm like, oh, if you have this new friend that is the same age as your daughters, that's a little odd to me, like, in general. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. I did not know that Morgan was that young. <laughs> I did, I did, that, that is, that is um, she's younger than me. Yeah, so. she's, she's younger than all of us, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> When you're younger than, you know, like the Summer House and Vanderpump cast, like, right? you know, then uh, I'm starting to get concerned. When I, you know, I'm, I'm starting to age out of them. So, uh, no, that is definitely surprising to me. And I totally get that is. It's you know, a little odd, but it doesn't mean yeah. anything, right? Like, exactly. Like, right. If that were my mom, I would be like, why are you hanging out with someone my age? But I don't. You know, I would also be like, why is everyone like speculating? I think it just it is what it right. is. There you was know? a time because I was looking into other situations that were similar to this when Courtney Kardashian became really close with Addison Ray, mm. you know, who is closer in age to her kids, still older than yes. her kids, you know. But anyways, um, moving on. So something that's been going on a lot on the Twitterverse and I've been trying to stay away from much of what's going on on Twitter and Housewives because I feel like it takes some of the fun away when people Mm -hmm. are just like so intense. I'm like, we don't know them. At least I don't know them, right? Yeah. So there's been certain Housewives, actually probably most of them, who I feel like will confide in podcasters or major Bravo accounts and Mm -hmm. feed stories. And then sometimes the Bravo accounts like want to be part of the drama and they kind of insert themselves. And other times, I think, I don't really know, but was wondering kind of what your thoughts are on like these relationships, because I do find Mm -hmm. it kind of weird for a housewife to then like, again, just like we think it's a little odd that Kyle would be friends with a 28 year old for a Mm -hmm. housewife to be friends with like, some random guy in some random city they've never met they have nothing in common for me it seems like such an apparent transactional relationship but now we've got these accounts that are like 
fighting each other and trying to dig up arrest records. And it's just like a level of intensity that it just like does not need to be. And as someone like you who actually has a relationship definitely with Vicky, I mean, that's like a real thing. But with some of the other housewives, like what do you think about this whole, I don't even know what to call it, phenomenon? (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm not everyone. I've been open and honest that I was one of those people that was a mouthpiece for our housewife in the past. Um, And there came a time where I just didn't really feel comfortable doing it anymore. Um, and I think that during that, maybe deep down, I knew it was a transactional thing, like you explained. Um, but you kind of, you know, when they tell you happy birthday on things like that and like DM you and say, you know, thank you for always being so nice to us. Like we, you know, all of us appreciate things like that. You know, it felt more than just yeah, like it a, feels real. You get yours, I get mine, you know, and not even real. Like, I'm not saying we should go to dinner. But I'm saying, you know, it's just I backed you up and I thought the same, you know. Um, now, what? having said that, I got burned and I learned the hard way, you know, that there are housewives that don't really give a shit about you, um, don't give a shit about you, not as a human, but even as a viewer, you know, um, that it's really just, you know, I mean, the game of housewives is a manipulation game, you know, it's a mind game. And I think that um, some of them as social media has continued to, you know, just grow and to infiltrate the series and franchises even more. I think that a lot of them have become reliant on it. um, Because if anything, it just makes them feel confident. Um, Now, as far as the relationships go, you know, I'm grateful that I feel the other, you know, quote unquote, you know, no one's going to see this. I'm doing air quotes, friendship um, that I have, you know, with these ladies, like it's, it is what it is. They know that I am a viewer. I'm a fan that I support them and that I am not a creep. You know, I think that's really what it is. I think a lot of them also too know that I had time working in the TV industry. I work in local news now. So it's not like a whole fangirl type situation, you know, like it was very much, I just always liked them and and stood by them. So I, you know, I, for me, it's sad to see that it can't be genuine and nice like that. Um, And that there are people out there who probably have gotten burned the way that I did. And if they haven't yet, probably will. Um, But, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not innocent. I participated in it. I I 100% took on, you know, rumors and their side of the story as if it were truth. And there was a time years ago where I would publicly post that stuff on my page. And then it, it took a shift during the Kathy Hilton Aspen stuff. And it took a shift because there were just accusations that I was like, I'm not saying that a Hilton said that on my social media, unless there's proof because my ass can't afford a lawsuit. <laughs> so like, I'm not out here. I'm not out here making six and seven figures to film for four months. Like y'all are. Right. I work my ass off nine to five every day, you know? So, um, yeah, I, but I wish that it could be a lot more genuine and a lot more less difficult and muddied than it is. Um, but I think that, you know, you have your good ones and you have your ones that use it for, for the wrong reasons too. Which housewives do you think are the most manipulative with fans? Rena, 
Definitely. A hundred percent. Um, I mean that, that was my experience. Um, uh, Margaret, I think, mm-hmm. uh, Margaret for sure. Um, I mean, I, Margaret is very, very involved behind the scenes. I mean, like, I'm sorry, everyone knows about the whole like $500 gift card. Like that to me. Can you explain is, that? I'm like, don't really know what that is. So basically, this is what I was told. An Instagram account somehow got their hands on one of the skinny Italian ovens that made it out of a warehouse or something. Got it. Okay. That information got to Marge. Marge, you know, because, and this is my thing. There are housewives who do the show, and then there are housewives like Marge whose lives are the show. And she was concocting for months and weeks about this fucking reunion and what, how could she lay out her trump cards, you know, like boom, boom, boom. And I think that she thought pizza oven was going to be one thing. And so I was told by this person that Margaret gave her a $500 like Visa gift card for the oven. The girl told her, I don't want, don't, don't say my name at the reunion. Cause I don't want none of this. That like the backlash, Margaret assured her that she wouldn't do it. Um, but then apparently so Margaret like, she did. was going to bring out this oven. Apparently she did. And it all got edited out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently all this got edited out at the reunion, but she was told that Margaret didn't stick to her end of the deal. And that Margaret brought her name up oh, that Margaret God. did everything. But like the Margaret had her in her house and all kinds of shit. Yeah. There's just a lot of housewives that seems to do this. I'm, I don't know. It just seems so odd to me that people it's insane it's insane and yeah you know and i get you know and i'm thinking now like perhaps the reason that it was so easy for vicky and i to kind of become cool was like she wasn't on the show at the time you know she's still not even that's so true and i mean for me it was just like i don't give a shit you know like I, i think you're cool and then she had this event in vegas and that was it she said you know if you're coming let's let's meet up and that was that was it you know so um, but I think, you know, yeah. And I, I, I don't, and I don't even want to cast fault on these women because I know that it's a, it's a mind game, you know, and like a lot of them, I mean, this is their livelihood. Um, and I get that it's easy to get caught in the sauce. You know? Do you think, who do you think is like in their heads though, telling them to do these things? Or do you think they are concocting the drama themselves? Oh, I think they're doing it themselves. Okay. Yeah. So totally. crazy. Um, are you watching Summer House Martha's Vineyard? Yes, I'm I think maybe an episode behind, but I have I have been watching. I watch on Mondays because I have to be up so early for work, so it's like my little treat. So I watch Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday. I stay up for that, then I go to bed, and then during my lunch when I come home for lunch on Monday, I watch Summer House Martha's oh Vineyard. Oh my god, I love it. isn't it the best? I love it. I I think Amir is the sexiest man I've ever seen in my entire life. Also, uh, Ty Tyree, that's his name, right? Who's Tyree? Tyree, Tylee, Tyler, Tyree. It's the with the T name. Um, oh my God! Why? Why can I Google. not? Alex Ty, uh, Tyree's his oh. last name. Alex. <laughs> I was watching a video He's of him very cute. yesterday, and he was going by. He was saying yes, and I don't know, but his like. His energy and his aura is I just love very, his very. It's I very want to just different than what we I think see. It's, yes, normally I think it's right? very sexual. I think it's very endearing, and I just want him to like hug me and yeah. Do you have any <laughs> thoughts it. on Jordan? I know you say you're like an episode behind, but Jordan's kind of 
just being very upset, feeling that she was like over sexualized, that Amir kind um, of called her. And then when she was upset, it seemed, I don't know, in my opinion, it seemed a little bit outsized. Like I couldn't figure out exactly what it was that upset her. Okay, other than so I felt, being yeah, called. I felt the same way. I felt like it was a little like, okay, calm down. Calm, I'm not sure. But then I will say when they did do the flashbacks, all piled up together, I was like, oh, I mean, I can get like if you are entering a situation or, a, you know, a roommate situation, a group trip, and you already have sensitivities about that, you know, about men coming on to you. I completely understand that it doesn't take much whatsoever to be like, OK, stop, you know, and then again, you know, they're only there for like two weeks. So I don't know how far apart these like statements were to her. Um, but no, I mean, as much as I like the guys, the flashback for me did kind of put me on her side. I was like, you know, and if that's her, if that's how she feels. That's how she feels. Period. Right. Um, that's so true. So, um, I, but I also, at the same time, I don't think that there was like gross or ill intent. Ill intent. Yeah. That yeah. was, I think she was, it was triggering other things for her is how I mm-hmm. felt like, you know, as she was. You know, she posed for Playboy. I'm sure she's been around a lot of people who have, you know, said certain things, done certain things, treated her a certain way because of how she has used her body for monetary gain and stuff like that. And so she's, I think, bringing those experiences and into what was going on in the house, which I'm not entirely Mm -hmm. sure it was like the same thing, but... And, and you know, too, like there is the whole aspect of like, this is their first time ever filming a reality show. And so perhaps they're nearing the phase where she's like, this is the shit people are going to see is what y'all are saying. And that's what she came Uh, there to maybe that be the opposite of. Christian, you've made the whole thing make sense for me. Like that that's so it right and i think that's jasmine's Grab whole that thing too right there yes yeah. oh, like now this- now jasmine is a a whole nother her and her man are a piece of work they are but i think she's starting to be like can you like this he's gonna look so bad when this oh, all I comes mean, this, like she's the- realizing this and i think that's upsetting her and then she's the making pants. it about something else yeah the ironing like the pants and stuff <laughs> i was like yo and then she said she's like i wish you could fucking hear the she's like you should I, and she should Open she should have did a yeah. oh she should have did a roll call for the entire house everybody come to the room repeat what you said and one by one on a scale of one to ten ten being the most asshole we're gonna get, everybody's gonna rate that because that was ooh, and again you gotta think they're only there for two weeks and they know that they're surrounded by cameras and my thing is is like you've been You've been covering some stuff up for sure. You know what I mean? Like, They've only been that, married at this point like less than three months. Now, also, who the fuck goes on reality TV that new into their marriage? Like, I don't, I mean, I want, <laughs> I want to be on reality TV so bad. I would love to do it. If I finally locked me down a man and he wanted to marry me, I'm putting the dream on hold for at least a year or two. It's just, you, you know, you, it's not, and I'm, I get, I get, you know, they only film for two weeks. And I'm sure that they're like, that's not a big deal. It's not like Housewives, but they're out here filming for months and months. And then they're off for two or three months. And then they have to relive it with it airing the next six months, you know. But I don't think that they uh, estimated how, you know, quickly an understanding of you could be crafted or even, you know, just inferred by the audience on themselves, you know. 
We're so quick to judge. But I mean, that's why we oh. watch these shows, right? Well, and I mean, and I get there's only 42 to 45 minutes to hot showcase the whole cast of people. And if you happen to happen to happen to show the worst moment of my week, that's not going to be good for me. And I, you know, I get that. And that is unfortunate, you know, that that w- was just one moment of his week. But as a viewer, it was like, damn. <laughs> and to him, though, he has now gone on, like, y- he's done interviews with YouTubers and, like, walked back what he said, realized he didn't realize how he was speaking to his wife, how it's completely inappropriate for him to talk that way, and how this was a really enlightening experience for him to be able to watch his behavior back. And it sounded like they, him and Jasmine, following everything rapping, had gone to counseling, um, which is very smart on their part. Hey, maybe the show was a gift in disguise to, you know, I mean, we have seen Housewives say that the show's the biggest mirror you can have. And if anything's going to make you change what's wrong or what you do wrong or how you view things, it's going to be watching yourself on a fucking global scale. Okay. (laughs) Well then with that in mind, pivoting to Atlanta, do you think Marlo actually watches herself then or? (laughs) Oh, I I think Marlo watches Twitter. I think Marlo wants to create a moment. I think Marlo wants to create a meme and rightfully so, you know, like we all, we all love it, but I don't know. It's just, I mean, I'm definitely like, I, I, okay. So, I mean, I, I am split in, in a, in a certain way on Atlanta. I'm team candy and the sense of the nephew. Yes. You know, however, I do not like to see Kenya and candy and drew mainly drew keep labeling Marlo as like, that she's getting aggressive and she's getting loud and she needs to stop talking with her or needs, she needs to not use her hands. And Marlo's literally got her hands behind her back, you know? Yes. So I completely understand their frustration in the regard that they feel that Marlo is faking this disdain over candy, over something as morbid as a death. Like I get their frustration and they're willing to, when you're mad, you go for the gutter. I'm no different. Like you piss me off. I will, say the meanest fucking thing I can. And I get that Candy saying that about her slashing her, the woman's face, you know, Kenya talking. I can't even remember what Kenya said, but I get it. However, it's just not, there are so many different things and insults and avenues of offensiveness and hurt that we could take to our enemies instead of saying, that they're doing something that they're clearly not. And I mean, when the camera's right there, especially when it relates to, you know, aggression and violence as, and especially when Marlo is open about how, yeah, that is my past and I'm doing everything I can to make y'all see differently of that, you know? Um, So, I mean, I get both sides. I get that. I don't think that they should be saying what they're saying about Marlo, but I also don't think Marlo should have started the shit that she started. That's you know? very, very fair. Wondering what your thoughts are on Sonia, because she seems to always back oh. like the wrong horse. And it's so confusing to me that she like rides so hard for the people and like the moments when they're not doing the right yes. thing. Right? I'm or is sorry. it just me? I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. I I think Sonia is a flop. I, I I don't I tried to be nice because I think every housewife almost every housewife deserves two seasons. I don't think there should ever be a one season housewife because back to what you're saying, 
you got 42 minutes to highlight somebody in an episode. And if you happen to be a newbie that's in a cast of six or seven, good luck, you know? Um, but I just feel that Sonya is, I feel like her personal story is pretty boring. And then I also feel that her dynamics in the group, she's, I think she's thinking about the show and not life. You know, I think she's thinking about just, Oh, let's do this. And then let's go here. And it's like, I get that, but you all, you, you have to try and be as real as you would in those situations, you know? And I don't know if she's being genuine or if she's just trying to be a people pleaser, but it's definitely going to bite her in the ass at the reunion because everybody's going to have, because everybody's expecting loyalty from her at this point. So she's kind of giving it a little bit to everybody, but all of it to no one. But not necessarily being honest. Like if she was just like, hey, listen, I don't see your point of view in this situation, but I like you. Like I like our friendship, but like in in this particular scenario, I think you're wrong. Like that would make more sense rather than being like, no, but I like you and I like you and I like you. And I'm just like, what what is it about Marlo that you feel the need to defend her when she's making no sense? And you're seemingly you're underscoring and approving their behavior when yes. you don't say, Hey, I love you, but that was fucked up. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, speaking of, I love do. you, but that was fucked up. Maybe it's a good pivot to orange County. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go. Okay. Cause that's the main reason I want you on. You have been an OC fan through and through. You are actual friends with Vicki Convulson. I'm wondering before we even get into this week's episode, does she give you insurance advice? Um, you know, I don't think I've ever asked her for it, but you um, should. Um, oh my god, uh, there was there was one time I said something. I can't remember what it was. It was when I I had lived in California and I I had just moved to Washington and something was up with my car insurance and she was like, oh well, just calling. You know, we can get you a quote. <laughs> like, okay, you know? I would trust um, her on insurance oh, yeah. and money stuff, like. Oh my God, like annuities, like investments. Like I trust that woman with this. Like I do. I definitely in the game of like retirement and what funds you need to have or like, you know, types of accounts and things like that. Like her knowledge on it is actually like very, very impressive. Like I, you know, just being a random like fan back, like I would watch her. She does those like debt.com videos and I've seen her do like other financial interviews and stuff. And she talks about, things that I'm like wow oh yeah no she and my my favorite thing about her from season one and season two is when she would just be like do you work (laughs) oh that to me like the best and like I love it that now I can use it when someone's being lazy or when someone's working too much like I'll just be like do you work like yeah you're working too much babe calm down (laughs) or I'm like do you work no you don't do shit Slade Smiley (laughs) oh my god I also love it just because like I live in DC and everyone here is like what do you do so what do you do and it's just it's a thing and like if you are annoyed by it don't live in the city because you're never going to be able to escape it but it is it always I always want to be like do you work rather than like what do you do and she and you know she loved it because that was her like that was the one thing that she could trump everybody on for a long time was that she was the woman that was like no bitch like i make more than my man don't get it twisted and so smart because so many of these women didn't have their own financial resources and were in bad relationships and couldn't leave because they didn't have a good financial standing to leave their husband and she's so smart and being like you always need to be able to stand on your own two feet you can't rely on a partner especially as a woman 
She's one of the few housewives, if not the only, that ended up having to give her man spouse or give her man spousal support. Or mm. I don't know if she had to give Don spousal support, but she had to give him like alimony. Like, yeah, like a lump sum. Uh, I think she talked about it at a reunion. That um, sucks. But, you know, we always hear about like right now. I'm all about like Lisa. I want her to bleed Lenny Hoxstein dry. Get all the coins, baby. But like, if, <laughs> oh my if god, that had speaking of reaching Disney, out to people, Lenny Hoxstein is probably the only person I've actually reached out to. And this was pre everything went down. His family emigrated to the U.S. the same year that my dad did. Wow, Russian Jews. There was like fifty one thousand Russian Jews that left the Soviet Union in 1979 and they spent about they spent a certain number of months in Europe in a particular city and they were all getting like processed for either moving to the US or to Israel or Australia or whatever and I wanted to hear his family story and this was days before everything broke no. <laughs> days I write I write like my whole thing. Oh, this is my dad. This is so important to me. I would love to hear like, like forget housewife stuff. Like I'm not, I'm like a no name podcaster, but like would just love to know your family's immigration story. And I, you know, Lisa has like connections to like, she, she knew all of his login information. She's reading everything. Right. I don't want her to think like I'm some bitch that's like trying to go after her guy. So I'm like, Hey, Lisa, if you're, if you're reading this, like, would love you too, but like, really just want yeah. to hear his story. Um, yeah. Nothing else. Don't mind like, my obviously, ancestry.com like research over here, Lisa. <laughs> please, I'm just yeah. Okay. Uh, I, that's such a cool like connection, though. Like, I wow. know, but he ended up being such a jerk, and then his mom, like, I think you know, oh. what are you supposed to do? Like, not support your kid? But she did film a scene with Lisa that I thought was really lovely. Yes. You know, and, and then, then she then, turned. She, she knows where her bread is buttered. Hey, listen, she said, my card ain't going to get declined in public. Know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so sad because I really and not that I ever thought Lenny Hoxine was a good guy, but I'm really interested in the Housewives of Miami's immigration stories. Like how many of these people were refugees, like coming as a refugee is different than coming as a regular immigrant. You like have no you have no country of origin. It's Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So, okay, I've got some O. OC questions for you. Yes. You say you are team Shannon and Shannon versus Tamara. Are you always team Shannon or now that everyone's like Gucci with each other, whatever the fucking term is. um, (laughs) I mean, I've definitely been like on the opposite side of Shannon at times. Um, However, I do would like to say that even though I'm loyal to Vicky, 100% and Vicky knows that, I do have regret for any anti-Shannon emotions I had I've ever had because I do think that um, truthfully Shannon's one of the greatest Real Housewives um, of our time. I think as an addition to a show, especially nine years in, um, she completely shifted the trajectory of the show um, and really weaseled her personal life into being a main focus of the show immediately. Um, I think that, yeah, I just think Shannon's incredible. I obviously love the friendship that she, Vicky, and Tamara have. Uh, but yeah, I am in the scenario of Vicky, I mean, of Tamara versus Shannon. I think maybe even Tamara would say that she was Team Shannon. Shannon, I mean, the yeah. Most, yeah. Because Tamara was just, 
out she of was line. So just, drunk. Would you think she was doing this on purpose to try and create in the like they're just starting to film? She's worried about how it's going to go. She doesn't want it to be boring, so she's like, "Let me get super drunk and see what kind of madness I can create." And then it turns out she took it a step too far. Well, I think that she just thought you know, let's go in and let's, let's stir some shit up. Let's go. Cause this is the thing. It's usually like a week or so of filming is like an episode. So they'd probably been filming a week or two at that point. She knew it was either going to be the premiere or the second episode, right? Camera's not dumb. She's very producer minded. She knew that there needed to be some sort of probably like cliffhanger moment and they're on a boat. It's time to, it's time to stir up some shit. However, I don't think she necessarily went in and was like, let me get drunk and see what happens. I think she accidentally got too drunk. And then her goals of being center of attention and causing drama went way, way, way overboard. And I think that that was the phone call in the FaceTime we saw the next day was her being embarrassed that she finally got a chance to return to Housewives. And she came in looking like a newbie doing way too fucking much. Well said. Well said. I Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I, I, Tamara, I love you. And I know that this was months ago. The the, the show was shot I'm almost a year ago at this point. But like, it's just it's something is just be, it's just too much for me at the, at the current state. She's always I don't been know that what way, it though. Is. I I think it's even more. I don't know. I just like even I'm gonna be honest. Like the Facetimes, like when she called. When she called Shannon and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like you didn't even give Chan- Shannon a chance to tell you what she was upset about. You're you're just sorry because you look like an asshole, you know? And then at Cut Fitness, as soon as Shannon walks in, Tamara dominates and controls the situation by going up and, like, hugging and loving all over her, which we've never seen her be that affectionate, I don't think, with anyone ever. And – but I think she did that because – that doesn't allow Shannon to go into how she feels and how wrong Tambra was, you know? And I, I don't know. I just, I, again, I love Tamra. I'm glad that she's back, but I do think it was, we were in overdrive a little too. A little, yeah. Beginning. Overdrive is a good word for it. Yeah. Um, Jen, the new housewife thoughts on love. her. So I heard recently and Lord knows where I heard this, but that she had been hired to be on the show before Tamara was even decided to be brought back. And so when Tamara showed up, it's not like she, like she knows Jen, they're friends, but she didn't necessarily know that she was going to be a housewife. This could be completely made up. I could have like pulled it out of my ass, but I feel like I remember hearing this somewhere, which would explain some of the tension. It wasn't like Tamara actually brought her on, even though that's how it's been presented to us. Yeah, okay. Um, that makes sense. Um, but I definitely feel the tension, too. Um, and <laughs> so, I, I, so intense. <laughs> I feel like both of them are pretending that they love each other. And it's like, there's there's something there. There's something there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like Tamara was just waiting to be asked in her confessionals about something that she, so she could allude to this this affair, you know, um, I just, I don't know. I, I definitely, let's just say this. I don't, I feel like they might be on opposite sides of the reunion couch either this year or next year. I see that. I see that being there and there's going to be a divide there for sure. Um, yeah, it just, I feel like, 
I feel like Tamara is playing it smart because she knows that Jen's new and Jen's not going to come in and start talking shit to Tamara. And I think that Jen is a little scared and I think she's trying to play it safe. But also, too, you know, you noticed in the episode where Gina tried to call uh, Jen out for the TikTok that says I'm still here or whatever, like my business is still here. I did appreciate that the soon as Tamara tried to put words in her mouth, Jim was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like, don't fucking do that. Because she said, well, did you, you, were you shading me? And she's like, really, Tamara, you fucking think that I would do that? Versus all the other women would have been like, God, no, I would have never done that. I think that she looked at Tamara and was like, don't even fucking try that shit with me. Yeah. You know? um, and she is a yogi and she's calm. But I, yes. But I yeah. think that. I think Tamara is teeter-tottering around when she can go in for the attack on Jen. You see what I'm saying? Okay. This is something that's going to come across really heartless and mean. <laughs> so. <laughs> Perfect. I feel bad. But, My favorite okay. statement. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back like a couple weeks. But why? Okay. This is going to come across terrible. Why was Tamara so upset that Simon had cancer? I understand that's her, that's her co-parent. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like she obviously wants him to be healthy and of well course. and all of, of that. Course. But like it's but not the to same. To the extent of where you're blaming the fallout of your friendship with yeah. Tamara because she didn't call to check on Simon. Simon, like what kind She's of She's never even met Simon, has she? Probably not. No. She <laughs> I mean, I would imagine not that that doesn't mean you can't listen. And I I mean I I see posts of, you know, people that I went to school with or people the friends that I went to school with that I've never met and their parents are sick. And it's like, Oh, that's fucking horrible. I'll right. Say a right. prayer. Hope the best. Absolutely. But this isn't that but, this is her ex-husband who she's probably only heard negative things about. Yes. And I, again, and also it's weird that Tamara keeps being like, you know, Simon's sick, Simon's sick. It's like, well, why aren't you worried about why she's calling? Why is she, she should be concerned that she's not calling to check on your kids. Right. You that, your kids that's, once. I think the part I'm missing, like it's about your kids and how they're impacted by their dad being sick, not how the whole thing was so weird with like Simon, like it, the whole thing. I, it sounds it sounds mean, but like, does, si no. does she really care about Simon? <laughs> I think she cares, but I think that she doesn't. I don't think that I don't think that she was losing sleep over her phone calls with Shannon being about John and or David over the years and not being about Simon. That yes. That's to say that. Okay. Now did now Eddie went through things too. Eddie had health issues and but if we're talking about current day and by current day, I mean all the shit that Tamara is bringing up from three years ago because she was fired, her and Vicky were let go, and they never got to be on the show to address it. So now she has to go back and fucking address everything, which I hate. I wish that I, I'm uh, so I, I I didn't even want to see the sit down between Shannon and Tamara. I just think it's all they've talked about each other in podcasts and in the press for three fucking years. We know exactly how both of them feel. It should have just been fresh start, move on, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I'm with you on that. Like, I mean, I, I agree that it sounds fucked up because there's just simply no poignant way to say it. But there, it felt like. Um, like she was milking it and using it in a way that was I not... I was going to say displaced anger, but it's not even displaced. It's it's like, this isn't the thing that's really upsetting you in your falsified. life. Falsified. Yes. It was very odd yep. to me. Um, 
Now, yeah, and obviously I care about anyone who has cancer, and I understand, like, the com- complexity of having an ex-husband yeah. that you have never I can already see the tweets. They're like, of course a Vicky fan has no cancer. Don't even fucking get me started. I'm not even a Vicky fan. I'm not a fan of anyone, like, except for Jen Fessler and who else? I'm, like, I'm huge fans of, like, people who bring big Jewish energy because that's I what I want to see. I, <laughs> yeah. I want to see my people represented accurately. And go. Jen Fessler is, like, the most accurate representation of an East Coast Jewish woman <laughs> that I have seen ever on this show. So, I love it. <laughs> um, okay. As we're wrapping up, do want to get your thoughts on Heather and also, like, the Heather and Taylor Armstrong sort of shading each other. This reminds me of, like, Malibu Country. I'm here yes. for it. Like, I don't know. It's Listen, so funny. <laughs> I even tweeted, like, this recent I'm, – okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, you said earlier, like, I'm an advocate for OC. I always want OC to win. I do prefer that they win with Vicky there. Absolutely. I'm I'm very honest. She's about coming how back though, isn't she? She is, but she's not in, she doesn't have a cast photo, anything like that. She has had confessionals. But um no, I wait, what the fuck were we talking about? We're talking about the, the Taylor Armstrong and Heather. Oh, I tweeted that this episode um was kind of like me, like a, a dud for me, that I wish that the whole I wish the whole fucking episode was Taylor and Heather's acting class. I want to watch their dime because also Taylor's like not taking no for an answer. She's like, you're coming to Oklahoma, bitch. If I have to put you in your rich ass in my goddamn suitcase, you're coming to Oklahoma to do this movie. And then Heather is saying things that make sense to me, right? Because I'm like, wait, wait, who's offering? Like, where, like, is this an actual job? Like, are there signed contracts? Like, what do you mean? Like. Taylor's acting like it's a group trip. And she's just bringing someone because she has an extra spot in her Airbnb room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. I'm here for Taylor Armstrong's like ditzy, ridiculous era. Because like the she, entire time yes. we've known her, it's just been sad. And then she's had a wonderful life the last eight or nine years. And we've never gotten a chance to witness it. So I actually I want to see her husband. I want to oh. see like all of that. I'm going to tell you, I wish that I think that Taylor should have had Gina's full-time spot, and I think that Vicky should have been the only friend of, and I think Vicky should have had a very Kathy Hilton role like in all the scenes. You know, it feels like basically full-time, but you don't have a tagline. Um, I think that that cast with Taylor as the six, so Taylor, Heather, Jen, Emily, Tamara, Shannon, Vicky as a friend, that shit would have been fucking fire. Um, especially because we would have got full time scenes with Taylor and we could have got, I mean, imagine going to acting class with Taylor and Taylor does voiceover work. I didn't even know Taylor did voiceover work until a Bravo at home video the other day. And she showed her at home studio where she did. And I'm like, I, what? I want to see that. I, I know. I, that. I knew nothing about um, her other than. I want to see Kennedy. Yeah. I want to see her husband. I want, I want to see her go to the deck because I know that bitch lives at the deck and looks for the bitch, you know? <laughs> so I, I just think that, you know, we're very, very, very close to having a great formula for OC again. And when OC is good, there's nothing better. Um, but I, we're, we're, we're almost there, you know? And so you think Gina's the kind of weak link? Well, I just don't know. I, I think that there either needs to be more there to balance her out or she needs to go. You know, right. it's just, um, and, and again, I, like it goes back to seeing Taylor and Heather together. Like, I could have watched that no shit for an hour. <laughs> just them going back and forth, them doing lines. 
I mean, I want to see them hang out. You know, I, it's, it's funny because like we know Taylor, but like you said, there's still so much more to get to know. We don't really know her. We only know her as someone who was, you know, hit and, and abused by her husband who had so many, he had so many problems and that poor daughter of hers and all of that. Probably the most tragic storyline that we've ever seen. I think that we've, that we've actually like witnessed because watching it back is chilling and it's almost too much to watch. It is too much because people's response is almost kind of blaming her as the victim for not being like the perfect victim. And, you know, kind of walking back statements that's pretty normal for people mm-hmm. who've been hurt, you know? So, but I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, I guess my final question is about Emily. So mm. I, you know, wasn't sure how I felt about her for a long time. I do feel she is one of the most, like, physically attractive, beautiful women we She's have beautiful. had ever. I'm obsessed with her hair. I'm obsessed with her body. Like, I think she's so fucking gorgeous. I have become quite a fan of Shane. When there oh. was that scene when the two of them and she was like making a joke about being pregnant and he goes, well, who's the father? I hope he's like oh, rich. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And see, they just laugh. I'm like, see, I love that banter. Like that energy in a relationship, I'm here for it. You know? that You can tell that's why they're married, right? Yeah, they have like, no problems. They're just chill. They're, they're <laughs> they so have- chill. And yeah, and not that they have no problems because we've seen the problems over the years, but most just, of them seem to be yeah. somewhat resolved. I feel like... They seem to be... Have, they have the everyday cup, like problems of a couple, but they seem to enjoy each other's company. Company. You know? That's and, it. And like, it's so even, refreshing like, to see that, right? Her sitting in bed talking to him about her mom and he's like, okay, just send the text, you know, do it like this. Yeah. And I was like, that was so... And it wasn't just... It felt very natural. I appreciated it. Yeah, I for sure. feel like she, I like the energy that she's bringing. I just like yeah. it. I feel like she's got the wealth. She's got an interesting family story. I love, I don't know, her, her humor. My God, her in-law's house. I, I'm obsessed with Perry and Terry. Oh, is it Perry and Terry or like yeah. their, their names? <laughs> and I thought that they were Mormon because he's Mormon, but it turns out yeah. just he's Mormon. And I don't think the rest of his family is. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? I think Who the he fuck like convinced Shane Simpson to become Mormon. <laughs> I think he did it on his own. That's even crazier because he does not seem like an easily persuaded person at all. I have no idea. I definitely thought it was just passed down religion. No, I wow. thought that too. I don't, and they're Persian. Like, I think his parents are from Iran, I believe. I could, God, walk this back if I'm not true. But I'm pretty sure his parents, like, his mom drinks wine all the time. Like, there's, like, oh, he's yeah, like an, Mormon. <laughs> yeah, and he's an active Mormon. And I think they're raising the kids in the Mormon church. But, you know, Mormon outside of Utah is much more chill. This is very, this is very, For those very of us true. who know Mormons who aren't based there in Utah, is a, it's, a spectrum, a realm of Mormonism. Yeah, outside of Utah. that's like a yeah. little bit less intense. Um, okay. Well, wow, that is so funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> well, Christian, thank you so much for being on and tell everyone, you know, where they can find you, where they can find your merch, anything else yeah. you want to plug? Yeah, so you can always find me on Instagram at Christian Gray Snow. I'm always over there making, you know, the silly housewives memes and screaming until I'm blue in the face in support of my faves, you know. And then, of <laughs> course, you can get all your silly merch. I have over 300 items available now. We have concert wow. t-shirts. We have a whole pride collection. Uh, it's the sluttpigshop.com in honor of my good girl, Kim Richards. Um, yeah. 
plenty of stuff there. And if you're going to be at BravoCon in November, come up and say, hey, Christina, I hope to be there. Yeah, we'll be there together. <laughs> Woo! We're going to whip Woo! it up. <laughs> Have a good one. You too.